Hi, welcome to the Off the Deep End podcast. My name is Sierra and I am one of the hosts here. This is the podcast where we talk about music and why we like it. And today I wanted to hop on here real quick and just do a little episode before the year ends. So right now it is right before Christmas, December 2020, and it has been a crazy year, as I'm sure you know, and you don't need me to repeat whatsoever. Um, But I wanted to go over some of the highlights, I guess, of the music world or whatever um, that happened this year. And I'm basing it off of my personal experience more so than what was released. So I don't really do anything like top album of the year or top however many albums of the year or whatever. Um, But different things that happened throughout this year that I really enjoyed or was able to participate in even. Um, and then I thought I would share my Spotify raft with you guys too so you can know what exactly I listened to, what song I thought was the best, what artist I thought was the best or whatever. Um, so before everything got crazy in like March, I did have the opportunity to go to two shows. Alex and I got to see Motionless and White on the Diseased and Disguised tour that they co-headlined with Beartooth. And then we also saw Falling in Reverse on the Drug in Me is Gold tour. And um, that was January and February. And we have episodes about both of those shows if you want to go ahead and check those out. Those were a lot of fun. And as the year progressed more and more, I became more and more thankful that I was able to go to those two shows um, and had some type of live music during this year. I was frustrated initially, as I'm sure everyone was, but I was kind of preparing myself to have um, just a busy year, kind of stressful. I uh, finished school this year, so um, I knew that as school was ending and um, I was yeah, working towards graduating, that things were going to just be kind of challenging because of that. And so I had kind of had it mapped out that each month was going to have another show actually to go to. And I was going to kind of use those as my benchmarks, like, okay, I just have to make it to motionless or I just have to make it to falling in reverse and we were supposed to go see fit for king we were supposed to see the devil wears prada we were supposed to see motionless again in may um we were gonna go to i matter festival up in new york and then we were also gonna go to the blue ridge rock festival in virginia um we had a lot of stuff planned out oh and then i was also gonna try to go to uprise festival in pennsylvania when blue ridge first got canceled so There was a lot of things that I kind of had my eye on and that I wanted to go to and participate in. And unfortunately, they all got canceled, as I'm sure you know. And I'm guessing that maybe you wanted to go to some of those things, too. But um, yeah, for more information about the two shows that we did go to, definitely recommend listening to those episodes because we get more in depth about it. But Um, The Motionless show is incredible. Um, They're one of my favorite bands and I really enjoyed seeing more songs from Disguise and their set list because um, I didn't see that many. The second time that we saw them was in September of 2019 and their album was released in June. So we actually, the first time we saw them was right before in May of 2019. Then the album came out in June 
Then we saw them in September, but that was like a very Halloween type tour. And the slot that we actually caught them on was an opening slot. It wasn't a headlining slot. Um, so they didn't have as long a set. We also have an episode about that. That's the first episode we actually ever did, which is based off the trick or treat tour. So you could go listen to that one too, if you want to. Um, but yeah, so I was super, super excited to see more songs from Disguise because I do really, really love that album. Um, and just to have the opportunity to see them again, it was a venue I had never been to before. Um, and it was a show like, you know, who doesn't get excited to go to those. And then, um, seeing Falling Universe was like a dream because I remember when I was younger and, um, you know, Ronnie Radke was in Escape the Fate and then, you know, the stuff happened with him, um, and some of the legal issues and then Falling Universe came out and, and I remember he was kind of like this elusive figure, that um there's no way I was ever gonna see them and you know there's a few other bands that are like that for the longest time it was like I'm never gonna see Flyleaf I'm never gonna see Paramore you know just these like people who in my head were like these really big figures and so um you know here I was like I was gonna go see Ronnie Radke like I couldn't believe it and um I had so much fun at that show too and felt like I was uh you know, to like 10 years younger, like when that album had first come out and just dancing and singing. And, and it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, there's some shows that, you know, I've gone to that are, you know, you're in the pit or whatever. And it's, it's fun. I mean, it's definitely fun, but it's a lot more like physical, I guess, and, and just kind of heavier and the overall tone. While it is a tone of like having fun and being safe, like it's just like a harder environment this one was just like a party and I loved it and it was crazy because he was on the stage and I was not, you know, I was, you know, however many feet away or whatever, but it was him. He was there and it was, it was insane. It was so much fun. So, um, I did catch one live stream because, you know, all the bands moved and started doing those. Um, so I did watch Motionless and White's live or dead stream rather, um that was that was good I did a whole um scene soapbox episode if you want to listen to it about live streams and just kind of what I thought about them in general um because initially I was like oh, okay live streams are cool but then when I thought about it I just didn't want to to participate in it um but then after finally like participating in when I you know had more thoughts about it so you could go listen to that too if you wanted but I mean, it was good to see them again. It, it was good to, um, I mean, it sucks <laughs> for them. It sucks for every band, but, you know, they were hitting a 10-year anniversary mark for one of their albums, and, you know, they had stuff planned for that. I think that just it, I, the, the year that it is, like 2020, 2021 coming up, and, you know, lots of bands that, you know, I mean, these, that was when I was in high school. I started high school in 2009. So like the next few years, all of these albums that I really loved when I was younger are hitting that milestone. So, you know, they weren't the only ones who were affected by it. There's a lot of other bands that I listened to that put out albums during that time that, you know, also had plans or there was also some bands that really capitalized on the whole live stream thing as well. And I have no idea whether or not they had something, plan like a whole tour for their you know anniversary but they were able to do like a live stream event for it or or that type of thing so um 
I mean, there was lots of good music that came out this year um, off the top of my head and with no prep. Um, you can't see me, but I got nothing in front of me. You know, Amity Affliction put out an album. Polaris put out an album. I really liked both of those. Um, who else? It's, it's weird to think like Poppy's album came out this year. That seems like such a long time ago. Um, but her album came out. I don't think I actually like that album, but I like some of the songs. Circles by Mac Miller was released in January. I'm, I'm fairly confident. Hold on, I'm going to fact check myself. But that seems like a lifetime ago, too. Dang. Hold on. Circles. An album by Mac Miller. All right. Yeah, that came out January 17th. Okay, so that's my album of the year right there. I, um, who else? Um, there was a lot. Code Orange, and, you know, that was, like, genre-bending and, and insane and blew a lot of people's mind. I didn't really listen to it, though. Um, Creeper put out their thing. You know, a lot of good music came out this year, and I think that even more good music is going to continue to come out. Um, not because, you know, bands are stuck at home or whatever. Like, yeah, sure, that that's part of it. But also just like, I mean, it, it's it's an experience. You know, people are experiencing things that they've never experienced before, and who knows what's that what that is doing with like very creative minds or emotions or things like that. So I'm excited to see some of the other music that comes out and some bands broke out and started doing things that, um, were just different for them too. So motionless and white, for example, started playing around with putting out singles, um, which they didn't really do that. My understanding is they didn't really do that unless like an album was coming out too. So that was like different, um, I think hats off to all the bands that are still sticking with it and doing it because this year I can't imagine how difficult it was for them, but they continue to come up with merch and ways to do music for people and just so many different things. And so I applaud them for having to think of their business and their brand and not just like coast on the music and so many of them did very very well um I was impressed I think with a lot of the different ideas that came out for that came out from like Netflix watch parties to like I said like the whole live stream thing to um different merch things that you know they just yeah you know I feel for them but they did a they did a lot and uh, I saw a lot of coming together to support bands. And I think that that's great, too, because obviously they need our support. Um, and so to see people do that, you know, I think was just was just really, really awesome. So to wrap this quick, quick episode up, but I did want to put something out before the year ends. Um, I'm going to talk about my Spotify wrapped. So I do use Spotify clearly. And um, 
yeah, I love it. I have so many playlists. I have discovered so many new artists from Spotify, like all that sort of stuff. You can listen to us on Spotify. How cool is that? Um, but my top genre of the year, which I didn't expect was pop, but, and I'm trying to think of why, um, and I can't, um, even things like, okay, like I was like working out or whatever. Um, I, I feel like my workout playlist is a, is a pretty decent mix of genres though like it's not pop exclusively my first thought was like I didn't listen to that much Britney Spears like why is pop the number one but for some reason pop is my number one genre my top five artists are number one falling in reverse oh maybe I should have done this backwards whatever number one falling in reverse number two motionless and white number three mac miller number four molly crew and number five escape the fate so i kind of had a feeling that falling in reverse was going to have that slot because i was listening to them a lot in anticipation for the show and then after the show i was on like a falling in reverse kick for like two months um and so i kind of expected that um motionless and white I feel like was obvious Mac Miller got me really excited because I do really really like him I haven't been listening to him for that long um but Circles is such a good album and has been the only album of his that I've experienced in that like it's like it's release so I didn't um I didn't start listening to him until after he had already passed and his music was already out and so um but with circles you know his family you know and the uh producer worked together to put it out and I got to experience that in real time of the singles and then like the album dropping and everyone's reactions and everything but I knew that I listened to him a lot this year so I I kind of figure that too um, Motley Crue, number four, not really a surprise. I, I mean, maybe I do listen to them a lot. Maybe them being in the top four slot would be like kind of high, but I listen to them a lot. So it kind of makes sense. And then number five is Escape the Fate. So I actually really don't like Escape the Fate, but the reason that they're on this slot is purely because of the first Escape the Fate album that has Ronnie Radke on it. So I think that that's funny that I listened to Dying is Your Latest Fashion enough that Escape the Fate actually earned a slot on this, but I really don't like them. It's really just like Ronnie Radke. Like my 2020 was like dominated by him. And his music. So I'm going to go backwards now for my top five songs. Number five is Situations by Escape the Fate. Number four is The Jargon Me Is You. Number three is Code by Motionless and White. Number two is Not Good Enough for the Truth and Cliche, which is by Escape the Fate. And the number one is Popular Monster. So I didn't think that Popular Monster was going to be number one. I really didn't think that I listened to it that much. Um, but I guess I was feeling it or whatever. Um, some of the other ones made sense, except I didn't think I listened to code that much either, but I did. So, um, if you listen to the, our episode about the disguise album, um, code is my favorite song off of that album. So it's another one of those things where like, I'm happy that it's there. It's a very pleasant surprise, but, um, yeah, I didn't think it would be there. So like I said, this year was like falling in reverses year for me. Um, and who knows what next year will be, 
um, if I'll be stuck in a similar genre or maybe branch out a little or figure out why pop was my most listened to genre of the year. Who knows? So like I said, I don't think that we're going to have another episode before this year is up. And so I just want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year's, whatever you choose to celebrate. I hope that you enjoy the time. Hopefully you're able to take some time off work. Maybe you see family, maybe you just chill with friends, you know, whatever happens, because this year's this year is different. So this time of year is probably looking different for a lot of us. But uh, I really want to thank all of you for all your support throughout this year. Um, it's been so cool. I, I love doing these things. I love making episodes and coming up with ideas and and things like that and I'm excited to see what's to come for this podcast but I really appreciate everyone who listens to us and supports us it really means a lot to us so thank you so happy new year we will see you in 2021 and stay safe everyone make sure you're listening to good music and support your artists